welcome, welcome everybody to the True Generous Podcast. Good morning, good night, wherever you are in the world, you should be having a great freaking day today because guess what? Fun fact, 6,000 people die every hour. Did you know that? 6,000? 6,000 people die every hour around the world. So I'm if not you're one of those people, dude. Yeah, and you're one of the lucky ones that woke up today and gets to eat their fucking lucky charms. So you should be happy. You should be grateful because other people did not get that privilege. Bet you've been wondering where we've been all this time, at least for our OG fans. Dude, it's been a while, dude. All our oh OG my. fans are probably thought we fell off and we stopped doing it. They're like, ah, these guys, they're done. We no just more, got no more podcasts. We just got really busy. <laughs> we just got really busy. Is uh, is the truth of it? And uh, it was busy. a big month for you, dude. It was a really busy month. Stressful. Nah, it was good. It was a good time. Times that I'll remember. I really enjoyed the process of this past month, and uh, it's a month to remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I won't remember this being a stressful time. I remember it being a good time. That's good. That's good. Because I know 80-year-old me would appreciate this time that we just went through. True. No stress. For those of you who are wondering, we are, I got married. Woo! Round of applause, dude. Yeah, let's go. Really? <laughs> no, just straight. You just dropped <laughs> the bomb. Good, good, good nice. times, dude. Good. I got married. Uh, we did some things beforehand, of course. My boys were... <clears throat> Very generous to me, and they took me out for a great weekend. We got to do some fun things. So great bucket list item that I will never forget. And because of that bucket list item, I now have no fear of anything. So that could be a good thing <laughs> and a bad thing. This man's ready to take on the world, dude. I am ready to <laughs> fight everyone, dude, that comes in my way. Anyways, so yeah, I I got married. Uh, this is Operation Be Wedded. Now all of us have to be have to be married at some point. At some, some point. point. <laughs> at some point. So good times. We um, I'll just start from the beginning of the month. So September. I just know what the end of September. I don't even keep track of the days anymore. Uh, we went on a weekend to what was that exact Sonoma? Was that the area? We went to Sonoma for these the first activity. Yes, for the first activity. Okay, and we went ziplining. There you at go. At night in the redwoods, through some shaky redwoods. Couldn't see shit. Couldn't see where we were going at all, dude. It was at night through the redwoods. These freaking trees were shaking up there. It was freaking awesome, dude. It was a good time and a definitely really healthy. Definitely, yeah, that's how you know. Dude, it's healthy. weird how they explain it because the way they said it, because, you know, redwoods are so tall, a healthy redwood actually bends and shakes a lot because if it were to be sturdy, that means it's dried out and it's old yeah, and so it has like, a higher chance of falling because it can't affect or, like, yeah. move with the wind. So mm-hmm. the breeze up there on the top of those trees is, like, moving them so it's, like, nice and moist. It's and healthy. Yeah, that's weird. Healthy. I guess that's that kind of makes sense because imagine, like, there's, like, a big, like, like 20 30 mile storms and like it's stiff obviously it's gonna break right if it can move with it like it was just like start like just leaning with this it's like okay you know you're fine i remember being up there and uh we're waiting for the other people in a party to like zip line down we're just chilling on the platform and the chi like moved over now like i was was with it yeah (laughs) i was like whoa but we're we're obviously like attached to the tree through a harness but he explained it to us he was like if um if you guys felt to move this is what happened i was like damn that's sick that's a good thing and we definitely got more comfortable as the night went on yeah i mean yeah i was was just about to mention that we went from like chilling in the very middle of the tree almost hugging it to literally leaning off and just relying on a raffle yeah that was was a good time dude i was a great night we we had a lot of fun played games hung out the next day we went skydiving 
Yeah, <laughs> straight go. to it. And we went straight. Yeah, we went freaking skydiving, which was crazy. I Juan or Joaquin spoiled it. I did, dude. <laughs> oh okay. my god, bro! Everything was. A I suck. was still excited. I was still <laughs> super excited. So just to give you guys a little information, everything was a secret. Isaac had no clue where we we're going. He just. Knew. I thought I was going out of the country at one point. So yeah, we like, just kept <laughs> telling him, just get your passport ready. Just get your passport ready. <laughs> yeah, Isaac had no off, clue. Dude. So everything was a big surprise to Isaac. But uh, when we were ziplining, we're in the in the company's uh, pickup truck. They were taking us up the mountain. Yeah, they're right? taking us up the mountain to the location and. Joaquin just they're chatting up a storm with the other people so that random I talk random, too much, dude. I a random party, much. and they're like, "Oh, so what are you guys here for?" And Joaquin's like, "Oh, we're here for Isaac's wedding and all that." He's like, "Oh, cool. What are you guys doing tomorrow?" <laughs> Joaquin's like, "We're going skydiving tomorrow." Oh, like, and then Isaac looks straight at <laughs> Isaac me. looks straight at And then at I look us. at Philip and Emilio and Juan, and I'm just like, "Fuck." We just all looked at him <laughs> like, "Damn, like, you just gave dude, it up." <laughs> like, no damn, way. Dude, really. But yeah, it was uh, a great time, dude. Regardless, it was fun, dude. It was a good time. Yeah, freaking. It was wild. The experience of skydiving is like nothing that I could even explain. Mm-hmm. Just when you get to like the edge of the plane and you actually jump. Yeah. And you realize yeah. that now there's nothing but one little parachute protecting you. Right. And you're, like, you're not controlling me, it. Is dude, the guy's instructor controlling it? The feeling like coming down is like 10 times of like the best roller coaster you've ever been on. Right. Like mm-hmm. the intense, just like gut feeling. Yeah. Dude, it was awesome. So starting for me, starting from the beginning, yeah. like. The drive from, because we, we skydived in the Bay Area, yeah, and we were all the way from, like, the west, like, Sonoma's in the west, so we did that drive, North. it was, like, an hour and a half, and, um, yeah, it was chill, like, I was excited, I wasn't thinking about it, there was no nerves at all, and I was just like, okay, this is fun, and then we got there, and we checked in, and I was like, I'm starting to get a little more nervous, like, it's alright, okay. it's fun, I'm still having a good time, and, th- and then we had to do two separate groups, Juan Juan and I were in the second group, and then Isaac, Philip, and Emilio were in the first group, mm-hmm. So then they went, and I was like, dude, now I'm really starting to get nervous because I saw their faces, and I was like, damn, they're up in the air. And then we got called. I started getting dressed, and then I met my, my, like, jumper, the person that was going to be strapped to me, and I was like, I'm really nervous. (laughs) I was just starting to get to me, but I'm also excited. Like, it didn't kill the mood for me. Then we went on the plane, and I'm like, okay, there's no turn back. This is it. Like, I'm gonna make it a good time, but I'm I'm not gonna lie, dude. I was really really nervous, and I was kind of kind of frightened a little bit because I'm about to be jumping out of a plane. You don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then Perfectly getting up there, plane. like what you said, dude. Immediately off the bat, just the view, man. It's like, yeah. wow. I almost cried. Wow, really? I was starting to tear up. We were like flying. Oh, like, like on the I plane, right? On the plane, yeah. I looked at him like. Yeah. Wow, like we're really up here. Like you're really doing this. I'm like I'm really doing this. It's like just like a bucket side. I'm like, damn, I get to do it with I get to do it with like my buddies. I'm like, yeah, this is amazing. I'm like, I wish we could all been on there, but just the way like order is and like they didn't have enough uh, enough instructors, right? Yeah, Yeah, it just happened to play out there. Yeah, because we each had um, I think um, you guys had a couple of instructors that like um, um, Emilio and Isaac had. Yeah. So they had the interchange. I'm like, okay, well, I guess that makes sense. Plus, it was a good time. Yeah, and then forwarding a little bit mm-hmm. when they opened those doors the little green light went on yeah pretty much saying hey we're at jump thir- we're, th- we're at thirteen thousand yeah. feet we're gonna jump like it almost felt like a dream dude like yeah. thinking back at it i'm like i really did that dude me getting dude. out of my seat to me like starting the free fall like it was just right. like like as soon as they opened that door and then i see like the because there was two guys in front of me there were uh, um there was two like solo f- uh free uh free jumpers so like they literally i saw them look at me they like dap me up they do like they have like a thing where like they like do like the hand slap like lock it in and then do that and i'm like 
I'm like, what's that, what dude? Doing? I don't know. Hang <laughs> loose or something? Like, no, no, no. Uh, that, that, and the next thing you know, like, the guy thing. just, like, got out of the, once they opened up the door, they were like, like, you're freaking war zone. And then thing, the guy's <laughs> grabbing the side of the plane, and I'm like, what the, f- and he's, like, outside of the plane. Like, he's just, right. he's, like, like, he's holding on to the thing, and he's, like, he's standing outside the plane, his whole body is. Next thing you know, they look at each other, jump and yeah, like, that's like, so cool, And I heard the, I was just about to say that, dude, that's the only thing you really hear is, like, because they're going so fast, bro. Exactly, it's crazy. yeah. And then next thing you know, he's like, "All right, let's go." And he like we're like waddling to the dude. thing. And then he, oh, and then my uh, my guy was like hanging on the side of the plane because he's my recorder. Right. He's hanging side of the plane. And next thing you know, like, like I just uh, I see like the like those once we're on the edge, I see like the light, and then you just freaking jump. I'm like, for all those people saying mm-hmm. the Earth is flat, you're stupid. Because I was that up was there. That was round for sure. <laughs> round, round, round dude, bro. Definitely round, dude. Yeah, we were up there, thirteen thousand feet. So right. we saw, yeah. saw the curvature, dude. I think I was also scared about, um, like missing all the steps because I know, like, it's like once you jump, you gotta like pull, like, like throw your legs the around the back of me, and then you know, make sure yeah, like it's you like crouch, yeah. and you have to grab up, the thing until like banana. until like he taps your hand, and then you can like you know do all the things, play rock paper scissors, do any gang signs to the camera. If you're like me, you mess up your heart, and you look like you're banging Crips. So Isaac, <laughs> what was going on through your head when you were on that plane about like ready dude, to jump? Dude, me and Amelia were excited. We were like making jokes back there, and then we'd be like, "Fill up," and Philip was like, <laughs> <"What's> <laughs> up, yeah. "I was like, trying to enjoy life. the moment." I'm like, "This is really gonna happen." I'm like, yeah, "I think this will be good." Me and me and Amelia were like joking with our instructors and stuff, and then it was like finally time. We kept sliding closer and closer yeah, yeah, to yeah. The door. At this point, I was just excited when I saw my jumper like signaling me. He was like, three, two. I was like. Yeah. Like that last oh, second, crap. I was like, "Dude, I'm really about to jump out of a plane." Right. And then we jumped, and I was like, "Dude, I don't even know what I did." Wait, it's, it's exactly what you said. Yeah. It's like that roller coaster feeling, yeah. but like mm-hmm. escalated so All much I more. All I see is like the sky, just like the sky and Earth, just flipping. You know? Cause, like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, what the yeah. hell is yeah. happening right now? And then once you stabilize, though, and then you're just doing that free fall, bro. It's like, uh huh. My ears hurt a lot after that. <laughs> I was my fine. Ears. I know Juan Dude, felt my ears it bad. Were like, and I was my perfect. ear didn't go back to normal till like the next day. Like it was like dang. I think yeah, I had that a little right after when we were like driving back home. Like I, I felt like yeah. my ears were like they like popped a little bit. Or, like I, I can hear a lot more. I don't know. The yeah. excitement and yeah. everything just way way overpowers the little bit of pain in my ears. Yeah, like, right, right. Yeah, it was, it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. The people there like also made the experience like a lot better. Like they could have just they had a lot done it for a job or like you know not cared about like our own experiences, but like they made it seem like made it so special. Yeah, made it special. Like hey, like you know this is gonna be fun. Like what's the most important thing? Just to have fun. Yeah, you know, this is a great thing. Even that's though hard, that's some of them thing. do back to back to back, like Toshi. Exactly, dude. Like, oh, Toshi, it, as soon as he lands, like, all right, then let's go. If you're in Northern California, I'd highly recommend BayAreaSkydiving.com. That's literally <laughs> their name, Toshi or Sarah, I believe those two. Yeah. Yeah. dude, they were they were really cool. They make they make it a fun time. Yeah, I, I had, shout out right there. Yeah, I had Toshi with me. He was my he was a guy. Yeah, he was your tandem. Me, but. On like building up to the like event, I wasn't nervous at all. Like even when we first planned it, I didn't put much thought into it. it was purely when we, when we got there, mm-hmm. checked in, no no nerves hit for me. I was just chilling, like having fun with the boys, waiting for uh-huh. our turn. We got in the plane, those doors shut, boom. That's when it hit me. I was like, oh, <laughs> like there's like, no turn. Oh, back and out, then dude. we kept, and then we took off. And we're getting higher and higher, and my uh, guy Toshi, he thought he's like, look out the window. He's like, how high do you think we are? And I was like. I don't know, like he's like nine thousand feet, and about I was like, thirty. Oh. He's like nine thousand feet. I was like, okay, we're, I was like, we're jumping at thirteen. He's like, yeah, we're still going up, and those are already pretty high at that point. I was like, yeah. I was like looking, I was like, okay, like, yeah. and I was nervous. That's like when the nerves started hitting me, hmm. and uh, the way we 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 sat was uh, 
there was I was like t- towards the front and there was three solo divers in front of me just jumping out by themselves and I was on the left side of the plane but the door's on the right so in my head on the way up I'm thinking okay every, the people in front of me on the ground are gonna go first then it's gonna be the right side that goes first no they opened up the door the solo divers like were there gone in a second mm-hmm. and then my instructor just picks me up walks me over to the <laughs> edge and I was like no way and like how Philip explained that um our cameraman was just hanging like on the edge yeah, of the, yeah, on the yeah. outside of the plane just hanging on to like the Chilling. door and just like he's like you ready you ready and it was like three two they went on two they did not give me the one <laughs> yeah they, <laughs> they went on two, two. <laughs> they yeah. went on two that's funny and then dude. like we front flipped out so i just see the whole like I, just, I was like i told myself i have to keep my eyes open i have my eyes open i just see the whole world just like do a 360 and yeah. like everything started yeah. spinning on me and then we stabilized and it was just free fall like you stabilizing you're just looking around you're like dude yeah crazy. i was going crazy for the crazy. camera it was really yeah nauseous. i honestly i, really I can't really see the view w- during that free fall like i started to get the the view and the calm feeling as soon as he pulled the shoot exactly and so plus like, like the thing is that they tell you is that like, don't look down because what's, like, there's nothing to look down at. Like, right. Just look look right. at your cameraman. Look at, like, you know, like, look yeah. around, like, all that. But So, I believe it was, like, a 60-second free fall, I believe, right? Something I like that. I think so, yeah. About. They, they fall until you get yeah. to about 5K. Yeah, but yeah. anyways, we pulled that shoot. Obviously, you get that nudge in your nuts, dude. Almost get crushed. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, fucking. I got crushed. <laughs> but then, like, yeah. dude, that glide on the way down is just. I got nauseous on the way down. Dude, okay. I, really? okay so I was just chilling. I have a confession. I almost threw up. So yeah, on the video. Mm-hmm. Was like, I think That's I'm the first up. thing he said when he landed. <laughs> I think I'm going to throw up. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I, was, I was really close to throwing up. Yeah. So what happened was, uh, like, the whole free fall, was, I was fine. But then he pulled the chute. And then, like, we're just chilling. This, um, like, we're just chilling, like, gliding down. And he turned with the parachute, like, twice. On the second turn, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to throw up. Like, it just came out out of nowhere. And I started going, huh, huh. Oh, I started you doing actually that. gagging? I was oh. actually gagging. Imagine and if you threw up and like, you just <laughs> throw up and it just becomes a projectile to the people yeah. below you. I started like, and then my instructor's like, hold on, hold on. He's pulling, he's like struggling to get a bag out of his pocket because he's like trying to control the parachute, everything while like getting a bag. But I, I was fighting. I was like, I'm not throwing up. I'm not throwing up. But it was coming up. I was fighting it to keep it down. It never came up. I, I fought it. Yeah. But he gave me a Savage. bag. And once I got the bag, I was like, okay. I kind of like relaxed. I was like tense, like fighting. I was like, huh? Huh? I was like, just, I was like, oh man, I held it. I didn't throw it though. I didn't know that. Wow, Juan. What do you think I had the bag when I landed? I know you said you were wow, gonna throw up, right. and I'm like, oh, they carry bags. And I'm just like, yeah, they, they, they know that that yeah. there's gonna be some people that are gonna throw up, so they, they come prepared. I don't okay. know what happened though. It just hit me out of nowhere. It just it came out. Thing, dude. Too much excitement, I guess. I know. Oh, and I, it's funny because in I my video. Thrown up. <laughs> no, I, I felt I was like, I'm not throwing up. I, I can't remember. throw up. I can't be a bitch. That in a great memory. But yeah. Oh, I, throw up. <laughs> I know. I can't be that guy. But no. <laughs> Everyone down there. It's oh. funny because if you look at my video, we land and the guy recording me is like, oh, whoa, what's up? And I'm like, first thing I say, he's like, I'm, I'm throwing up, dude. He was, I was like, like, he was like, oh, it's coming. <laughs> he's like, oh, it's coming. They end the video for me. <laughs> yeah. Great times. It was good times, buddy. But yeah, overall that trip was a big win, dude. It was amazing. Skydiving is a wonderful experience, and I would recommend it to anyone. It is just beautiful up there. The excitement, it's a, it's an like a just an absolute extreme experience. That I'd recommend it for like before anyone dies, bro. You gotta do it once. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. I I do it again. And if you die doing it, you went out with the bang, dude. <laughs> exactly, yeah. You, 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 you got an extra long free fall, dude. That's badass. 
I think maybe I if anything, know. if there's anything <laughs> to like really regret, up. if there's anything to really regret from the trip, not jumping up to the 15 instead of settling with the 13. Maybe no, we did I from think 15. 13 for our first time was a good it was. experience. I mean, 20. to be fair, it's <laughs> yeah. what's really the difference? You know what I mean? I know. It's an just extra, it's an just extra like, 15 seconds of falling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Extra 15 seconds yeah. of free fall. We got hooked up with some good videos and pictures mm-hmm. and stuff. So that I was know. really cool how they yeah. set it up. Yeah. Yeah, They're probably gone now, so if you don't have it already, then... I got everything. It's, it's ripped. Yeah. yeah. Everything was cool. was like, good food. Good food. Yeah. And to follow up with that, I did even more crazy shit the next week. You did, bro. <laughs> yeah. So that was the weekend before the wedding. Obviously, that next week, I there was a lot of planning, a lot of last minute putting things together. Um uh, all the little minor details, making sure everything was taken care of. Because if you've never planned a wedding, there's a lot of little details that you probably don't think are there. So, yeah, we were taking care of those things. And, uh, of course, that Friday, the day before the wedding, we did our little rehearsal. We ate some food. We had a good time, a little getting it's loose fun. and stuff, ha- mm-hmm. having some fun. And then the next day was the big day. We got ready with the boys, played some games, you know, calmed the nerves down. And that was it. We got married. Had a good time. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the end. That's, that's it. it that's the end. That's, that's the end. Right there. Got, got married. Got a little emotional. Had some fun. We partied. Uh, good time. Had all the old guys on the floor. The one that one old guy. Yeah, and yeah, dude. Yeah. Me and him were going at it, dude. We're we're dancing like crazy. Yeah, dude. It was a so good. So we were dancing. Dance we had a good time. We took some sick pictures. Uh, my wife had a good idea of having um the Polaroid things there. That was amazing. I, I yes. think that would be. I was like, okay, that's cool. If you want, that, that's cool. I just told her like, you do whatever you want. And I realized how like good of an idea that was. I was like, this is six. Everyone had fun with it. They mm-hmm. were all taking pictures of yeah. the Polaroid. It just looks really cool, you know. Like, and it's just that nostalgia, like aesthetic. That, it yeah, looks good. That, that aesthetic of the Polaroids. It, it was awesome. So everyone took Polaroid pictures. You got a little uh, a picture book with everyone's Polaroids in it and stuff. And, and like people got to write a message. Yeah, and, and reading all the notes after because you know how we had like the note papers and stuff. Just yeah. some funny things people said and some good emotional things people said. Just reading everything. The whole experience was uh, something to remember. And if I were to give one advice to someone getting married, I would say don't cheap out on your wedding day. Um, yeah, you could probably invite less people. Have the really intimate people, which is what I wanted. I wanted it to be as small as possible, mm-hmm. which even with my family, it's kind of hard to do because I have a lot of important people in my life. Right. So I wanted all those important people and the people important to them, of course, to be there because it's just the part of the experience. But spend money on the little things. Have a good time. Uh, definitely recommend Polaroids. You should definitely try that. that was <laughs> That's cool. the favorite thing out of the wedding, Polaroids. Thing, it was better than anything. <laughs> That's just, funny. Just kidding, of course. Getting married was the best part. Um, had fun, dude. Next morning, I think I went to sleep at like 2 a.m. That, that night. <laughs> dude, yeah, went to sleep at like 2 a.m., like woke up at 4 because I needed to catch a plane at 6. I think that's all the time. I don't know. I don't. Did really, you, did you that guys night f- was really fuzzy. I don't really remember how everything. Did you fly out of Sacramento or SF? We were well, uh, Sacramento. All I remember is end up ending up on a plane and ending up on an island. So <laughs> I want to go back to your wedding night. Let's go more yeah. into details about that, man. That's uh, details. So, yeah. That's so, a once in a lifetime. Of, of course, yeah. You're right. I'll put some more detail on. So like leading up, we're like getting ready before the ceremony. Um, we're, we were taking pictures. Like what was going on in your head throughout the whole time? Like before everything actually happened, we we're just us, the boys by ourselves. Like we were getting dude, nervous. Dude, honestly, I, I was like, just enjoying every little experience. No, I mm-hmm. wasn't nervous, dude. I was just purely excited. Okay. Like, I was just enjoying every process. I woke up at like four that day, got a workout in. Yeah. Just enjoying the workout right there. Uh, just the whole process getting down to the place you know texting you guys like hey you know it's time right so we got there got dressed with the boys and everything like dude it was 
great experience. Everyone being there, Philip, Joaquin, Emilio, Juan, you know, just and my dad, everything. Everyone was there. And it was it was a good time. A lot of people say this. I feel like this is mainly for the girls, but they say like a wedding is supposed to be like the biggest night of your life. Would you say that's true? It's up there? <laughs> definitely. Yeah, it's definitely up there. Yeah, I would I would say it as of right now, you never know what might happen in the future, but like that's definitely the best night. Right. I've had that's just awesome. the emotions in general, just everything. Obviously the excitement of mm-hmm. of this new step in life and the excitement of everyone there getting important to me getting to experience it with me mm-hmm. it was just awesome you know it was it was definitely the best day of my life so far up to this day so it was really awesome thank you one one of my questions is how did you feel when your wife was walking down the aisle she was walking did you cry but let the no, people I was, know honest, I, was, I was holding back tears because i didn't want to cry I, I was just like i just wanted to keep I, s- I saw him do the cough the <coughs> i was like oh no it, it, it kind of all hit at once where it was like I didn't see her, didn't see her. You know, I saw all the boys coming down. I was like, yeah, they're my boys right there, dude. I was like, this is exciting. This is cool, you know. Yeah. And then, then I saw her and her dad. That's where I was like, oh, shit, this is the motions here. Kicked in. I was like, it's here. This is, she's right there. She's so beautiful. It's just like, she was so pretty. It was, it was awesome. And she walks down, you know, me and her dad, handshake, hug. And, you know, I thank him for, uh, for allowing me to do this with his daughter, you know, marry his daughter. I definitely respect that man. And uh, yeah, got married, walked hey. down, had fun. You know, she was super nervous. I, nervous, I could tell the whole time. You know, she was all shaking and stuff. And yeah, as in, that's okay. I was just excited. Like I said, I can't repeat that more than a hundred times. Dude. Like I was just purely excited. The whole experience, taking the pictures right. with you guys. Yeah, it was know, fun. Just everything was fun, funny, exciting, just awesome. And then that's when the partying started. Yeah, we you took go, the pictures. Dude. We showed up. We all walked in. They all announced us, you know, the boys, and then of course us last, and then, then we started eating and then partying. Yeah, yeah. And that's really how it went. We ate. We partied. Did you know our little dances together with me and her, me and my mom, and the dads. The speeches. Everyone's speech was amazing. While jo- uh, Joaquin had a killer speech. Thanks, dude. Jeremy, Jeremy's speech. He was all dude. That was, that was amazing, bro. Yeah, yeah, Jeremy yeah. did a great one. Jeremy is uh, my wife's dad. Just for some context, and then my dad went. Um, Joaquin went, her maid of honor went. It was just awesome. Yeah, it was a pretty good time. Yes, Isaac Marie. Isaac Marie. Dude, that was a good joke. I didn't see that happening, dude. How he was just like, oh, but he does have a middle name. And then uh, Cameron, one of uh, a family friend, just stood up and just brought me a bow. I was like, what is happening right now? And, like, That's hilarious. And for those who don't know the joke, I'll just quickly explain it. I don't have a middle name in, um, in their family. It's like weird to not have a middle name. Mm-hmm. So they gave me a fake middle name, which is Marie. Don't know where they got typical. it from, dude. I guess it's like a typical thing. I don't know, but they just called like, it. It could have been like Marie. It could have been Anne. It could have been, yeah. I don't know. I, Marie it, and Anne are like yeah. Anne-Marie. Anne-Marie. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they just, they from now on in their family, my name is not Isaac. My name is Isaac Marie. <laughs> so it's just, I, honestly, it's just something that stuck that's stuck on that side of the family. So it's cool to have, you know. I was just like, hey, if they were to mess with me a little bit, that means they didn't like me, right? So that's I was true. Like, so good times there. Yeah, honestly, I don't know what you guys did after. All I remember, honestly, the last person I remember seeing was Joaquin that night. I don't remember much. Yeah, when we we're I well, Philip was the one that ended up. I no, was I the took very, very last. I took Arthur's suit. I took Arthur's yeah. and Malik's, and I did remember I was like sitting waiting for like my car, and like I'm like, okay, and I was about to head out, and I see someone running towards my car, even though my 
my windows are like hella black tinted and like because it's night i probably wouldn't have seen them otherwise and i see malik running up so i run them and was like hey what's going on he's like i almost forgot my watch in the back or in my pants i'm like oh, okay well luckily i didn't leave and he got his watch i'm like yeah. bro imagine there you he go. didn't get his watch yeah, i didn't check any bags of mine i assumed that everyone had their stuff yeah. so he could have lost his gift the later into the night the more i just started forgetting because i was just getting so tired yeah, I, I yeah. can tell. Like, yeah. when I saw you at the end, I was like, dude, he's got to go, bro. You got to go to bed. You got a big day tomorrow. Dude, I was <laughs> tired. But, yeah, it was a good time. The venue was super nice. The whole Yeah. Uh, it was very pretty. I'm glad it everyone, was very nice. Yeah, I'm glad was. everyone had a good time. My only, like, I guess, like, worry when it comes to, like, parties like that that I'm throwing, in this case it was a wedding, you know, is, like, the DJ. It's, like, keeping people on the dance floor, keeping mm-hmm. people having fun. And he did a great job. Yeah, I, I don't. There's very few people. The only people that weren't on the dance floor are people that <coughs> had to like work the next day, or had to like drive. You know, yeah, of course. You know, so it's yeah. like everyone was on the floor, and it was just a good time. I just mm-hmm. had fun. Didn't let anything bother me. You know, I was enjoying the whole process. It was good. So the next day, <laughs> next day, there you I go. wake up, I get on a plane, and I go to Hawaii. Good time there. I had a lot of fun. You stay there for a week. A week. I was there for a week exactly. Yeah, a definitely different weather. Uh, it was weird because I left here and it was hot. We just finished a week. Dude, that was hum- hottest humid. It's ever wait. been. Well, yeah, here. Yeah, I'm so, like it was, yeah, it was so humid here, like the day before in the rehearsals. Yeah, here we had the yeah it was. But yeah, we had that uh the super hot heat wave. Went to Hawaii. It was still a little warm, you know, humid. Then I came back and it was freaking like cold and raining. I was like, what even happened? I was like, <laughs> yeah. what? wait, what is this? <laughs> Anyways, back to Hawaii. So we got there. Of course, weather's honestly, I have nothing to complain about. It sprinkled a little bit, but it's weird because it'll like sprinkle for like five minutes and then it's that's hot. it for the day. Yeah, it gets and then hot. You just get, the sun comes out and it's like hot. And I'm like, what the heck? And that's why it's humid. Mm. And gross. That makes sense. So yeah, the, I had a good time. Sweated a lot, dude. Because it's that heat, like the different moisture. The difference. tropic weather. It was gross <laughs> yeah. all the time, dude. But uh, I had such a fun time over there. We swam with freaking sharks. We went scuba diving. Dude, a lot of good eats. Eight, dude, it's funny how like those like hole in the wall, just random places yeah. you find in the middle of the sketchy streets are just like fire. When you so you definitely got a feel for like the uh, the traditional food, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, the culture there is is it's freaking cool. Yeah, but yeah, the traditional food, I, I love the traditional food. My my lady doesn't really like it as much. She's more of like the the basic kind of chicken this, tenders this and that yeah, <laughs> chicken, like, tenders, chicken tenders everywhere fish and <laughs> chips. you know she definitely tried it though. she was she was of course open to uh yeah the fish and chips she was open to trying everything she loves seafood so we definitely had some some seafood there but i love the traditional hawaiian food there mm-hmm. that, that islander food is amazing dude the kalua pork the just even the rice <laughs> something <laughs> even about that rice, rice that sticky rice yeah huh. so a lot of those hole in the wall just shack looking places dude are just like are the best of course and they do have some like um some more chained areas there that are pretty good but um yeah dude it was it was pretty cool just roaming the streets of hawaii just seeing all the different things getting to experience the different cultures because i went to uh, uh the polynesian culture center there which those of you guys who don't know what that is it's just like all the Pol- polynesian islands and fiji were uh all there and they had like traditional of course mm-hmm. uh, traditions and we got to experience all of it. So we got to, you know, experience what it would feel like in the islands of Samoa and Fiji. And, That's cool. And, you know, all these different, of course, Hawaii, too. Uh, learned how to hula and learned all the freaking war chants. War chants are different. The haka? Dude. The war chants are wild. It's a legit war Yeah. Yeah, so like, the dan- so, like, the dances they do when they, like, yeah, when they, like, arrive to a new island, they're about to fight them. It's uh-huh. just crazy. Or, like, the traditional, like, they tell stories through, like, those dances. So, like, mm-hmm. they'll tell, like, the... 
the war stories through those dances and it's just like it's like intense stuff dude interesting like it's because i know the the football teams over there at the high school and i think Haka. even the colleges right they do like the the, the Haka, traditional yeah. dance before the i used to game. Inti- yeah intense. that's intense dude yeah, like the mm. men that were there doing it dude like i was like whoa yeah. Scared. Like they I would have that guy. Trash. I would not want to. <laughs> yeah. So what that. island did you guys uh, land on, or like we were stay on in? Oahu? That's like the main island. It's the most popular. The most populated. Oahu. Okay. Yeah, it's not Oahu, the biggest because it has Honolulu on it. It has Waikiki. Those like bigger cities. It has Pearl Harbor on it, which I got to experience, which is oh, that's awesome. You went awesome, dude. Pearl Harbor was amazing. We got to like we got to go see the Arizona. That's super cool. Sad, dude. You like, can't go dude, on it anymore, those, though, right? You, you can't go. Wait, there's a memorial, so you can yeah, go like right. above the. Bar. You can both walk on it, right? Dude, it, it's weird because like you're like excited. You're like, oh, I get to see this big piece of history, dude. As soon as you walk to like those memorial doors, it's just like, oh, you just going off. You just going off. Right. It's like, How dude, big were those ships? You don't, don't want to take pictures or anything because you're just like so like, dude. You see all taking the, it all in, so right? Those who don't know the story of Pearl Harbor in Arizona, like uh, a lot of people died. In that Arizona, they drowned and they burned. Whatever it happened to be, they they died sinking into the water. All their names are on the memorial there, so oh, that's, that's awesome. their tombstone is where we were at, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And then um, all the people that were to pass after that who did survive that that shipwreck, um, a lot of them have had their ashes buried into the ship, so you get to see their names there too. Wow! Dude, when you walk into that room, it's like you so much. Even if you don't, even if you didn't know what happened, the respect that you just naturally feel in that in that mm-hmm. area is like incredible because you're just like dude like this is someone's tombstone did you see like all like big the, piece of history the aviation stuff all the airplanes and yeah all we, that? Uh, the museum we got to see the museum so we went in we didn't go to the mississippi boat because i've done that before like a while a long time ago yeah but uh, we went to go into like the submarine and stuff okay it was pretty cool dude those it's crazy to me how to imagine like hundreds of people in that one little boat like that they had there you know, like the submarine, how they had like a bunch of crew in there, dude. It was so small. It's That's tight. crazy. You have to like cram through holes to get to another side. Like their their beds were like, yeah, it was a weird, uh, not weird, but it's just like I can't imagine having to put myself through like that situation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. especially in a stressful situation. All the different gears and things you have to worry about there, dude, wild. It was really cool though to see those pieces of history and uh and see how they did things there. It was really cool, but the food. Everything that we we did there was just awesome, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade that for the world, dude. It was a great experience, and I, I hope everyone gets to go to Hawaii one day. Yeah, it's freaking awesome. Shuhan lived on it, so that's cool. yeah, I lived there, and I got to see a boy Dev. What island did Devin. you stay on? Same island as same. Him. Yeah, that's where the base is at. There's a couple there. Did, yeah, did they have the? Did they have bases on the other islands, or are they all on Oahu? I don't know. I never went to other islands. I just stayed on that I island. Know. Yeah, the, those bases there. I know there's a yeah. marine on one side. There's, I believe, two army. If I recall, I could be wrong. If I recall correctly, uh, I lived where I was at. Where I lived, I was like 20 minutes away from our friend Devin, where oh, he okay. lives. Yeah, I think I have an idea where you're at. I was like up it, towards the middle. It's beautiful there, dude. All the different sceneries and uh, the oceans are just different. They're really warm, so that's nice because I hate cold water. Um, the sand, the sand, the nice. sand is nice and soft, dude. The hikes there are like awesome. Seeing the water, like all the water everywhere. Yeah, it was cool, dude. It was a good idea. I want to skydive in Hawaii now. I feel like that, that would be cool. Yeah. Do they offer that? That'd be sick. Yeah, I That's think they, they do, do. It's somewhere. Yeah, they do that. Land in a tree, dude. Dang, land in the <laughs> shark cage. <laughs> so, out of everything you did, what was your favorite part of Hawaii? Well, you know, other than the fact of spending time with my my wife. 
Uh, All right, now uh, give us the real answer. Okay, I'm <laughs> just kidding. Uh, swimming with sharks is pretty cool, dude. That's was, a, that's number one. I don't one. know, dude. Ziplining was really sick. I might say ziplining, just because like you while you're up there, dude. There, like, there's this one that's like like 200 feet in the air, and it's like half a mile long. So no, it's a mile long, I think. And it's like a like a, a one minute long zip or something like that. You're just going through the air, dude, and it's like because it's cool. You just feel the breeze. It's a good you minute. See the ocean. You see all the trees and everything, dude. It's it's a really good experience. So I would say between that and the dude, I don't know. I liked everything so much. Swimming with sharks was definitely a crazy experience. Just getting to see those wild animals do what mm-hmm. wild animals do, you know, just mm-hmm. being freaking scary, biting shit. Like that's what sharks do, and I like it was just cool to see the actual nature of everything. But mm-hmm. yeah, dude, it was a good time. Really good time. Amazing food. That's awesome, dude. You had a great time. That's awesome. Yeah, and then came back, had more fun at work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I told them some stories about some things I experienced on my first week back at work. It was great. First day was just absolutely amazing. That's what I have to say. People know you're working where you work now, right? I don't know. Where do you work, dude? I work at a jail. <laughs> there you so go. So I get to experience some wild things, you know, some these criminals. My job is to take care of them, by the way. So I think a lot of people see that job as like a, I have to just hate these people their whole lives. No, at the end of the day, my job is to take care of them. Make Rehabilitate sure them to yeah, make sure they're know, safe. My, better. my job there is not to be mad at them for what they did, dude, because I think in life, if you were in that same situation and the way they grew up, you would have done the same thing because that's, that's all you they, know. That's what they know. Yeah. So if you were in their shoes, you grew up the same way they grew up and you were in the same position, you would have done the same thing. So me knowing that, I just know that, hey, this is a different person that made a choice. They made a bad choice. doesn't mean they have to be treated any other way. I'm not going to criticize them. I'm not going to treat them wrongly or anything. It's just they made a wrong choice along the path. And if I was in that exact same shoes, I probably would have made the same choice. So because of that, I don't like to criticize anyone or Although it could be hard sometimes, I'd assume, huh? It can be really hard because they're challenging. Right. It is challenging having to take care of grown adults mm-hmm. you know that's just plain and simple but again my job is to make sure that they're they're better when they leave my job is to impact them to make sure that their people do care about <clears> them <throat> and what they did was wrong right but it doesn't mean that's the end of their life mm-hmm. they still have chances to go out there and uh, do better of course there's those people that just don't learn but my job is still to not criticize them because again in their shoes i would do the same thing mm-hmm. because of that i know that i need to take care of them i need to make them better <coughs> because that's what i would want someone doing to me if I was in their shoes. So my job, I find it very important. I never thought I would be in law enforcement. Here I am taking care of inmates, making sure they're safe, making sure they're taken care of. Mm-hmm. And hopefully one day I could just absolutely change someone. But my goal there is if I could change one person to just become an absolute savage in a good way, <laughs> just do great things, <laughs> do great things for this world. Uh, that would be a, a blessing right there. Right. Getting to work with these people, but you're right. It can be hard. And sometimes at the end of the day, these are inmates and they only know one way of life. A lot of the time, so sometimes it could be dangerous as well. You never know what these people are, are trying to do to you. They have nothing but time, so all they do is watch you. Mm-hmm. They know your move. They know when you do things. They know how you do things. So it's a job where you definitely have to be careful. But, again, my job is to take care of them, to make sure they're okay. I love the job. It's definitely a good learning experience. I I feel like in the past just few months, I've matured years. Yeah, because you, you experience a lot of things in there that it's the normal person doesn't really eye-opening to the world and how the world works and how different realms of life work because yeah just getting to learn how these people grew up and why they made those choices it's like you become really understanding 
you don't necessarily believe that it's right, but you right. come understanding of why they did it. It's like, hey, what you did was wrong, but I get why you did it. The position you were in and how you grew up, the things you learned, you had no other choice because humans, this is one thing, that this is one major thing that dif- differentiates us from animals is they f- like to feel important. They'll do that, whatever they have to do to feel important. Sometimes when you grow up in a, in a lower class area, really poor, uh, around a lot of gang violence, what you have to do is feel important. So what you have to do is maybe become part of that violence, become part of those activities. You, you have to get credibility in the wrong things. Exactly. Well, maybe to them it's not wrong. Right. That's just the way of life someone for them. Telling, acknowledging them for what they are, for a gang member, if someone can acknowledge you like, hey, that's a gang member and he's dangerous. That feels important to them. They don't feel like that's wrong because what they do is like, hey, I'm A, B, and C gang member. I'm important because of this, and I know I'm important. I know that you know who I am. Right. As long as people know who you are, that's all they cared about. Again, killing someone might not be a bad choice to them because they feel like they did it for the right reasons. Mm -hmm. Same way we would save someone's life for the right reasons, they might think we're dumb, just like we think they're dumb for killing someone. But in their case scenario, they might have thought that killing someone was actually helping, that they were helping their team, that they were helping – Someone their else. cause or whatever that they're that, trying to achieve. In their right. head, they believe that person was bad and they needed to take care of the enemy. Mm-hmm. Again, in their situation, you would have done the same thing. Because of that, I don't criticize or judge them. I understand they're humans, and that's the realm of life they believe to go on. Because, mm-hmm. again, human nature, dude. We all want to feel important. We all want to feel credible for something important, something that people will remember. That gives you a much different understanding of like just relationships you probably currently have too, right? Yeah, of course. It's just people are people are incredible, mm-hmm. and the way that we're that God has built us and made us think different ways. It's like it's amazing to get to see the nature of some of these people, and uh, and learn from them. Right. Yeah. Learn their experience. Yeah. Like, hey, why did you do this? Not not criticizing you, but it's like, hey, don't you feel like uncomfortable about your decision? No, because I feel like it was right because of this A, B, and C. Are some people pretty open with you? Like, they tell you about their story, they tell you... Yeah, some of them are. I I don't really always ask, Mm -hmm. but a lot of the guys are open. And, you know, I I talk to them, and I learn from them. And it's just like, you can learn so many things from so many people, even even the quote-unquote bad guys. Yeah. You can learn a lot from them, because at the end of the day, they are still humans, and they still do know things. They're smart, and they're realm of life. Anywhere... Anywhere in life, there's always someone who's superior than you. If I were to join a gang, that man that I'm talking to would be my superior. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm his superior on the other side of those bars doesn't make any difference what happens outside of those bars. So Well said. Yeah, so, like I said, anything that man might do that's better than me, he would be my superior in that, in that topic or that subject. So always be humble when you're talking to someone that you might think is lower than you. Someone isn't judged by how they treat other people necessarily they're treated on how they teach their the lower people quote mm-hmm. unquote. right so how you how you treat the little guys quote unquote under you is how i would dictate of a how, how much it tells a lot about a person you. yeah yeah it tells a lot about yeah that that's exactly how i would try to say it mm-hmm. i've always kind of known that it's just i never really kind of i don't even know how to explain it I, it's kind of hard thing to teach it's just one of those no i hear you yeah, yeah yeah like they always say your character isn't is based off what you do when people aren't looking. Yeah, exactly. That That's a big one. Mm-hmm. What you do when people aren't looking and how you treat the little guys. Just because yeah. you're this big person with a lot of uh, authority, doesn't matter how you treat the other people with authority because they all have authority. It's how you treat the guys under you. Mm-hmm. 
Right. That's what matters. Right. If you treat me with respect, even though you're my authority, and you, uh, instead of criticizing me, you show me how to do it the right way, right. I respect you so much more than someone of authority who just says how much I did bad. Because one thing you do bad, people will remember forever, but the million things you do good, no one will ever care about. So when your authority actually acknowledges you and appreciates you for those good things that you've done, that makes you feel like a much more important people, which right. I going back to these inmates is a lot of things they didn't get. They got acknowledged for the things they did bad because the things they do bad are people what people remember. Mm-hmm. The mainly things they've done good in their life, no one cares about because they did one thing bad. For that reason, I still do give these people respect that they deserve. Right. Of course. That's very well said, Isaac. That very was, thought out. That was good. Very different. I'm telling you, I haven't. Aspect. I have never thought of thought of it that way until I started working here. It's so, I'm grateful for the experience to work at this job. Yeah, it's a way different perspective than like what an average person would have before working right. there. Um, I'll tell. I'll be. I'll be straight honest, yeah. dude. Before working there, I was just like, dude, I'm about to go work with all these scumbags, all these bad people. Like, I'm about to have to make sure they're straightened out and take care of them, you know. But then starting to work there, I'm like, no, that's completely wrong these are just other humans that I have to take care of. And, that, and that's a lot of growth right there and maturity, realizing mm-hmm. that you are wrong in that, in the ways that you used to be in the way you used to think. Right. And it, you have a completely changed perspective on inmates now. And it's a lesson that I've learned in the Bible, dude. It's just part of humbling yourself, mm-hmm. understanding that I'm no different. They're, they're God's creation as well. They'll have their talk with God. Who am I to judge them? Exactly. Right. God doesn't judge anyone until the end. So why should I judge them? during mm-hmm. I have no authority God it's, if God doesn't judge you while you're doing bad things why should I judge you while you're doing bad things right. he doesn't judge you until the end and whatever he says between you is between you and him mm-hmm. that's how I look at it that's true very well said it's scary to think about though because obviously you're not corrupt but I'm just saying like if there was a person <laughs> yeah. that didn't have that mindset and came in and actually got a position of authority like that. Like, let's say they're a patrol officer. Let's say they're like a correctional yeah, officer. Yeah. And they did think like that. Like, no, all these dudes are just scumbags. Like, fuck these dudes. That's why you, it, it sucks. Unfortunately, dude, that that's just, I think that's why not a lot of people don't like law enforcement because it is true. There's not bad a, people in every industry. I love yeah. my department that I work for. The department I work for, mm-hmm. it's a brand and I represent it to the best of my ability because I've always been around it. I know these are good men who do great policing and enforce the law how it should be enforced. Mm-hmm doesn't mean to say that someone on the next county or the next county or in your county or your state wherever you're at doesn't have bad policing there is bad policing because there's people out there that they take it in the authority to to get back at people yeah to yeah. use that authority for power and uh that's not okay mm-hmm. they that that is not okay and those are the people that put the bad opinions on the police all these bad things people think about like the cops like they're like oh all these cops are bad it's like no one out of a million cops are bad mm-hmm not saying they're not bad. I'm not, I'm not against that argument. It's just the ones who are bad. But it, it does Like happen, I just yeah. said, one bad thing people remember forever, but the million things that cops do every day that are good, right. no one cares about. Uh, every time you someone sees... um, How how often do you see a video of a cop playing basketball with the kids or, or buying something for a kid that they can't afford? You never see that shit because they're only showing you that bad mistake that they did, the bad trigger pull that they did. Yeah. And at the end of the day, even a lot of those times... I would say probably 80 to 90% of those quote-unquote bad things you see about cops were human mistakes. And I get, I understand the they should be trained to a specific level and, a, and have a standard for themselves to make good choices because that's their job. 
But at the end of the day, you got to understand they're human beings. You go put yourself in a deadly situation. What are you going to do? Right. You're going to come back to your family, period. Whether it was a bad trigger pull, whether it was a bad fight, whatever it is, you're coming back to your family. And that's exactly what that other criminal is thinking. You got to understand that. You got to understand that other criminal is going to think he has to come back to his family. So do you. Who's going to win that fight? That's right. At the end of the day, there again, there is people who were maybe that criminal wasn't really a criminal. Maybe he wasn't really that bad of a guy and the cop made a really bad decision. And that's why law enforcement has a bad look on it. I think that's completely unfair. Right. And then you even even for like that. the entry system, like the whole hiring process, I would I would assume yeah. something you to like see and identify a person like that that's not in the right mindset, it's kind of difficult because it they can hide it really can well. Fake it yeah. Really well. And that's hard. It's unfortunate. I feel like people don't understand that aspect of yeah. it, too. And I'm confident to say that the policing that my our county does is, is great. We've made so many great choices here, and I, I love the authority that we have here. Uh, the I can tell by just talking to you and hearing you. Yeah, dude. Uh, I, <laughs> I think I your the county's county, doing dude. a good you, job. Even one day when I don't work there, it's like I'm always going to appreciate it. And mm-hmm. that's why I wanted to work for this county. I could have made more money in the county above us. Mm-hmm. I could have made at least another $1,000. Or maybe below us, I could have made a lot more. That doesn't matter to me. I wanted the experience, and I wanted to learn a lot, and I wanted to work for this county because I grew up here. Right. And I knew that if I can make an impact in this community, then I've won. Because I don't know if I've ever said that, but like a lot of people try to become successful to leave their hometown, to go do bigger things, to live in Hawaii, to live in Florida, and all these beautiful tropic places. But honestly, I want to become successful so I can make an impact on the community and change it here. I don't care if my name is known around mm-hmm. the world. If this community here remembers me for the good that I've done here, then I won because that's what I want to do. It makes sense because that's where you grew up. That's where exactly, yeah, dude. It's that's like, where you can make the biggest impact. Exactly. If you're leaving, I'm not saying my community is bad. It's not the greatest, like up to date. That's community. every community. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's just life. It's life here. And if I can make it better for other people to live here. And dude, that's what I want to do. You know, mm-hmm. I want to make this place better, even if it's one life at a time. That's what I want to do. I learned a lot at this job, period. And by the way, Philip is going through the process of wanting to work here as well. Hasn't started working here yet, or with me, but he is through the process of it, and uh, he'll do great. I have no issues, or I have no worries about Philip whatsoever. He's a great human being, strong man. And he's going to do good there. And he's educationally, he's a lot smarter than me. You know, he hasn't worked there yet, so he probably doesn't know the ins of out, ins and outs, of course. So I won't say that, but he he is very smart. He's going to learn that job a lot quicker than I did. He's going to learn a lot from there as well. It's it's a great job to learn and a great place to be. So everyone, please give your prayers for Philip. Help him get be strong through the whole process, and he's going to have a good time. Dude, everyone's getting into like the uh, first. <coughs> yeah. You'd identify a correctional officer as a first responder, right? Yeah, it's law enforcement. Right, law enforcement. I'm not the first responder. No, first responders would be like outside like, patrol. So yeah, it'd be like the patrol, right. uh, patrol guys, police officers. Um, it'd be like Juan firefighters. Because I was just yeah. about to say, yeah, like everyone's getting into like a, a industry similar. Like you guys are in law enforcement. Juan's about to go. Tell him what you're doing, dude. It's coming up. I, I think I mean, like next week in two days. Tomorrow. 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 Yeah, oh, there you go. Yeah, there you go, dude. That's crazy. I start academy, but um, tell them what's new with you. I mean, it's just it's that time, man. It's academy. It's stressed out. Getting getting together with my classmates. Um, 
I actually just remember some things, but I'll tell you guys off. Uh, yeah, I could tell you guys off. Off cam. Off cam. It's some things. Um, to be honest, I don't want to put a lot of academy stuff out there. I just, I, it's something I want to keep tied in. But yeah, right. But just academy starts tomorrow. Um. Uh, nervous. To be just honest with you guys, take it a day at a time. You'll be all right. Yeah, nervous. Um, a lot of learning e- ahead of you. Excited, excited, nervous, and um, I'm ready to get through it with my fellow ca- uh, cadets, and um, ready to motivate everyone, push right. everyone through it, help each other out because we're a team. Um, it's not everyone versus everyone. It's that's how we'll, everyone will start falling out. We got to keep everyone. Right. Let's all win. Let's all win. It's we're all a team together. We're all a family. It's a firehouse. We're mm-hmm. all brothers and sisters here because it's not just all guys. There are girl females in there as well. Brothers and sisters. My academy. So it's it's a brotherhood between everyone and um. Those ladies and gentlemen will become your family at the end. They of the are academy. my family. We, yeah. I've already, we've already, yeah. I've already met most of my class. Yeah. Um, we've already gone to the school a couple of times and uh, cleaned cool. up, cleaned up our firehouse. Um, pretty much got everything situated, uh, situated for ready to go tomorrow. It's cool. Nice, dude. And for all those OGs listening, this has been in like Juan's plan or like in his goal Since. sheet for a while a so like maybe. you can really get a sense of Almost appreciation or like yeah juan's doing it it's all for, year for the right year, now yeah the year buildup is finally yeah. here and no quitting there's no there's you're no option now, you better not dude nah there's there's no don't even think about that <laughs> no, dude, you're, <laughs> there's no quit you're all the way in dude that's good i have to i'm you're happy there. for you dude you've been waiting an for a minute good times and then what's next after that after you finish academy i believe you're going emt right yeah i had to go yeah because it's just i'm just doing my fire one for those of you who are familiar with it um it's just fire one no emt I've, next semester would be my emt i'm looking at different programs i haven't applied the one yet i'm weighing up op- my options i haven't fully decided but honestly i just had to apply and see right, which ones i get right. into and then we'll go from there that makes sense that's good awesome dude right. as you can tell by today's episode it was a catch-up it's, it's a catch-up dude because yeah. we've been, been gone like for month. so long yeah. a lot of things planned but yeah we've been gone for a while a month I guess what's new with me, dude? Jeez. Um, yeah, no one really cares about you. Thank you. I know. Anyways, thank you guys. Uh, we're yeah, no. <laughs> Go ahead. I think Go like ahead. Uh, the week after we, uh, I think the last episode we recorded, like the week after you went to Houston, and that's when you did that. Are you oh, serious? Yeah. yeah, that's when you did it. Dang. Okay, so it's been. Damn, it's been a minute. We yeah. know. We I thought we did that. a couple we more. Did, we know we, recorded, we did, but we never uploaded it. Is that what it was? Uh, yeah. I know that's the twenty second. Mm. So I don't. Do you remember it's, when it's, you went to Houston? It was. It's on your laptop. August first. Right, well, let's talk about it. <laughs> August first. August first. August first. We definitely made a couple before after that. Oh no, no, we did. Okay, I thought yeah. you went to Houston like right before the trip. Mm-hmm. Okay, then. So yeah, no, we did make a couple yeah. then. But uh, yeah, after that week from Houston, uh, obviously for those that actually listened and keep up with the podcast, not throwing shade, just you know being real. Yeah, the, real, <laughs> the, real the real ones. Uh, you, you know I'm going for pipeline inspection, so that's official. I have my certification. I'm officially a basic uh, coding inspector. Um, not employed as an inspector, but you know I just have my cert. Um, that pushes me one step closer to getting this next class that I have to do, it is my, which is my API, which is like general gas inspection. Um, so I need to get that one more class done, which I'm in the process of applying to. It's pretty simple. You just apply online, and that's pretty straightforward. But once you do that, or once I do that, um, and I get that certification, then I'm ready to start looking for employment in that industry. So I'm pretty excited. Um, obviously going to make more money, which is cool. And that's pretty much new with me. 
Isaac and I. Have we said this on the podcast yet? Probably not. We're going to keep it on the DL. We're not going to talk about nothing yet until we make it official. And then we're just going to have a whole episode saying, hey, we did this. Secret. Secret. <laughs> but anyways, just know we have uh, good plans, big plans coming in, in the real estate industry. I know we talked about this about a year ago. And uh, it's going to be fun. We're going to do some great things. And we're, we're in the process of taking action. It's it's a matter of time. We've been doing a lot of talk and talk and no bite or bark and no bite. So bark and no bite. It's Take about time we go and bite yeah. something. Taking action is important, especially with a lot of people probably right now are like, what real estate is so bad. It's like, <laughs> dude, it's like, come on. If you never just take the step and do it, someone else is going to do it and sweep it right under your feet. Right. And guess what? You're never going to do it because nothing's going to be perfect. You make things perfect the way you deal with it. As I get older, I start to understand, don't knock something until you fully understand it. Like, yeah. I used to be one of those people that's like, oh, stock market, it's rigged, it goes down, and you lose all your money, and then it goes back up. Don't knock it until you fully understand it. Understand how money works. Understand why it goes down, and then don't just talk out of your butt. Become I'm gonna financially keep it clean. educated. <laughs> but yeah, become financially educated. We should understand. talk more about that. We'll talk more about that soon. Some, we should. I could speak hours on that, dude. Me too. It's, Yeah. I love it. Period. <laughs> what else? Other than the pipeline inspecting. Uh, Professional pipe inspecting. Yeah. Other than that, like right now what I'm doing, I'm still drilling. I'm installing gas line. I'm working on gas lines. I'm keeping your water warm. I'm keeping your heaters working. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. But, uh, For your service. Thank you. Yeah. It, it's it's cool, dude. It's just what I do now and uh, looking to push a little forward in the industry, which is going to be fun. That sums up my life, dude. I come home, chill with so my, my beautiful girlfriend. Are you going to, are you going to climb the ladder? Are you gonna own the ladder? In that industry, um, no. I want to get into my ultimate goal is it's been certain for about two years now. I wanna, yeah. I wanna progress in the real estate world and become my own boss and then retire when I want to and work when I want to. If I do go down the construction route and climb that ladder, there's really no retirement there i have to manage i have to be a ceo or whatever the heck i do yeah if i want to start my own company and uh it doesn't give me that sense of um not rest but like i'm not no, working it doesn't it doesn't give me that sense of i can do what i want it's when because i want because most people create a business so that way they could make passive income and they could live the life they want to live but right. when you have a job like right. that no, you're wrong. You could probably make a lot of money. The thing is, you're working seven days a week, ten right. hours a day, and you never get to see your family. Yeah, and but, I, I would say it's possible at some given point to like completely retire and still own a construction company. I'm, yeah. I've seen it happen before. I know it's possible. Of course, but like to balance what I want to originally do, which is real estate, and that at the same time, it'd be hard. You don't want to retire just to have another job. Exactly. At yeah. the end of the day, well, Robert Kiyosaki defines a real asset as something who makes passive income that you don't have to they, do anything exactly. for. Exactly. So if you're sitting there doing it, you're just working another job. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just becoming a slave to yourself now. A lot of business owners don't really like fully understand that. Like, if they left, would that business still be thriving? Most, the majority of business exactly. owners, no. If it needs Which you there sad. to function, dude, it, right? It's, which don't get me wrong, like high five, dude. You're self-employed, like oh, you have yeah, your own business. Dude. That's amazing. I'd rather have you write your own checks than you getting it it's, from someone else, right? Yeah. But it's a quadrant levels. So it's exactly, like if you don't know it, there's obviously the <clears throat> the everyday people, you know, the employees, the small business owners, mm-hmm. the corporate people, and the investors, of course. So if you don't know the quadrant, go ahead and look it up yourself. It's too much to explain right now, but uh, that that's the difference that you're saying right there. It's like the small. You're, business you're still trading your time exactly. for for your 
exactly. your money for income. If you could capital. just go there and make a quick one, two decisions and get out of there in a few hours, and cool, that's sick. But if you're there all day and making sure everyone does what they have to do and See, everything functions. That's what you mean by savage. Like, become that savage. Exactly, dude. You go in there, you manage your thing. You you already built, so all you have to do is manage. I need to know that if someone's coming up to talk to me about an issue, they went through every single yes. person before they got to me. If they right. got to me, it better be a big deal. Right. I'm firing you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, just kidding. What? Hey, dude, you're building burnt down. Dude. But, yeah, dude. Uh, good times, dude. Uh, I want to grow lot in secret everyone will know that we're growing yes but i don't want people to know what we're doing and where we're coming from you're gonna know we're coming until it's like official is what you're saying like no, until no, 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 no. or just keep it all deal they're gonna know keep we're it. coming mm. they're just not gonna see it i like it i like that mentality you're not gonna fuck it anyways it's a good time to wrap it up unless you have anything else to add nothing dude nothing. you guys want to say I your did. goodbyes you know that's it Happy Sunday. I hope uh, y'all believers go to church. If you don't go to church, listen to it. If you can't listen to it, you stop making excuses. They download the videos most of the time, depending on what church you go to, and they post it. So watch it later. If you're not a man of faith, I still hope that your day is blessed. Uh, Nothing changes. I, I won't criticize you at all. Thank you for listening to the episode. I hope everyone has an absolute savage day. Go out there and kill today. Do the best you can. Love your family. Love your job. Do everything you can do to be the best human possible. I love you. Out.